Yeah, we back. <laughs> we late. Either way, hey, look, it look like this. These motherfuckers don't know if it's Iraq, Iran, or IHOPs. I don't give a fuck. Keep posting memes, stupid asses. I'm so like, fuck. Oh, the algorithm? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Mahabo! You way. back? His daddy did this yeah. shit. One way. What up, the gates? Controller shit, I'm scoring flippers, ain't nobody won't look Losing focus, burning soda, trying to win off a cook Think it's situated, if I could just get to a book Go to Texas, grab a hook, and put that bass in the hood Bitch, I got weight in the hood, I'm up and ranking the hood Money soldiers on it, I no longer stay in the hood Quiet as Jeff, I was the first to put that H in the hood Every bit more keys, I'm sipping lean, would take a break if I could Phone, linger, 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 get retarded, come see me Trap through a 90 Hold it down when I'm on lock, calling shots from the box. Oh, Diamond teeth full of rocks, I'm a real big speaker. It's the damn why they call my kid. Are you well? I'm a real big speaker. And look, shout out to my bitch. I was penitentiary rich. In the streets, I do my shit. I could really see. What's my name? It's the damn why they call my kid. Kasabian. Kasabian Lavo. Yeah. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to Kasabian Lavo Show. During this uh, probably half hour, I'm not even sure if I got half hour. They got me rushing. So, I, uh, hmm, how are we going to start this? <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Happy New Year, first and foremost. We're late, like we usually are. We recorded on Thursday, um, the 2nd. Problem was so much shit happened that I had to just scrap it because this whole attack um that occurred has really caused a kerfuffle. So all these people are so upset over the kerfuffle and I gotta speak on it. Um head over to the website, klavo.com, Instagram, Kasabian Lavo, support, donate, buy some shit, please. We love y'all. Um I have been fully immersed in real estate because uh, if you remember last year, I had went dead ass broke. Surprise, surprise. Well, I made a goal that I made a couple goals. Matter of fact, we'll get into that when we get into that. Let's talk about this fucking this whole attack and this guy being murdered and the fact that, you know, it really makes me sick about all this shit. Let, Let me just be completely honest with you. It blows me the fuck away when I see these fucking kids make these memes and they think it's funny um, to make fun of war. And that's cool. Make fun. Have fun with it, please. By all means, let's all, you know, what I mean, um, who am I to tell you not to have fun? I'm OK with fun. What I'm not OK with is when they don't have the proper understanding of what's really going on. So I can make fun of it, too, but at least understand what's happening. OK, first and foremost, let's get this out the way. Impeachment never happened on paper. Donald Trump is not an impeached president. So make sure you don't forget that in 2020, he has not been impeached. The paperwork has not even listen. The process is quarter ways done. And this is all they wanted to do. They just wanted to be able to say that they did it, but they didn't do anything. These are your leaders. Everybody that hates Trump, that means you're backing the other ones. You have to back them while well, they're backing you because you chose them. So. Nancy Pelosi has this fucking stick in her ass where she thinks that she runs the country. Mm, no, you don't. The president does not have to tell Congress shit when he's going to uh, pull the trigger and attack uh, someone that's on. First off, that man was on watch for many years. Second off, that man was a terrorist. And 
this conversation needs to be had too. There's some information that probably we have and some information that we probably don't have. But from the information that I've been shown and the things that I've read, that man killed a lot of people and he wasn't a good person. They've been trying to get him for a long time and he was gearing up to do something. That was according to them. Now, maybe he wasn't gearing up to do something, but guess what? I'm never going against the fucking home team. And that's what makes me sick. How many of you motherfuckers are really out there like, yo, I can't believe we did that. I'm so sorry. Shut the fuck up. This is the USA, bro. This is the United fucking States of America. Whatever we do, we do as a team. You got Colin Kaepernick out there just talking out of his fucking mouth again. Why do y'all keep listening to that stupid ass motherfucker, man? I got to take the gum out. I'm sorry. I got to yell that. Now, now it's a race thing, right? It's always a fucking race thing. Like, bro, we've had problems in the Middle East for many, many fucking years. Trump's the only motherfucker that's doing something about it. Remember when Obama snuck the money over there? I just had a giant fucking argument about that shit on Facebook because some dude's like, this is a bullshit meme. This isn't real. We owe that money. We don't owe nobody shit, first and foremost. Let's get that shit straight. As much money as we spend in this motherfucking world, we don't owe nobody shit. We are not in debt with nobody. Nobody. All that China running this shit, that's out the motherfucking window. The money that Obama gave was at $250 million or some shit or a billion dollars or something crazy, $2 billion, whatever the fuck it was. Trump hit them with so many sanctions that he made the money back. That was announced the day before he knocked that motherfucker's head off. Let that sink in. Did you know that? Did you know that that money was dropped off over there and he didn't let Congress know? That was 44. Obama, the 44th president. 44 dropped that off and didn't tell nobody shit. But y'all okay with him just giving away our money, right? But when we have a president that's proactive and stopped a force of evil, we got a problem? Oh, we're going to war. Let me tell you something. We're at a point right now with our military, our technology, our uh, intelligence where besides the idiots that are in there that are just trying to fuck with Trump, like the real intelligence community that's actually handling shit, they're fucking top notch. Ain't no slowing them down. It is pretty fucking amazing what they've done and what they've been able to accomplish. And at the same, in the same breath, it's pretty fucking sad what the other half has been doing trying to ruin our president. You see, I thought Russia helped Trump become president. Didn't that happen? Right? That was that's all the that's all the beef, right? Well then why is Russia loading up because now they want to fight us? Huh. Huh. But I thought Russia I thought Putin and Trump was like best friends. What happened, Nancy? I don't get it. I thought I thought Trump hired prostitutes to pee on the bed. I thought that we rigged the election. That's how we won. His popularity's got to be fake. These rallies got to be fake. He's racist. He's homophobic. He's this, he's that. No, he's not. Your opinion is your opinion. I respect everyone's opinion. Now, when you cross the line from an opinion to just hatred, I ain't fucking with you. And it's ignorant. It's the writing is on the wall. They impeach him, but they don't finish the process. These are the people you want to back, people that don't finish the fucking job. Okay, shoot yourself. Like, shoot yourself. Suit your, fuck me. Suit yourself. Why would you want people that represent you because they work for us to not get the job done? If they impeach them, why don't they pass that shit forward and go? What's the worryment about? What are they scared of? How come they don't fucking finish this already? You got them where you want them. Go ahead. You made up all the bullshit you hear. Oh, he's supposed to tell us what he does. No, the fuck he's not. In, in Spanish, my grandma 
my grandma used to always tell me, en guerra avisada, muere nadie. That means in a war where you advertise it or they know you're coming, nobody dies. Barack was literally telling them, hey, we're going to be right here at uh, 2.30. So y'all might want to move back. We're going to drop some bombs right there. Fuck that. Trump doing that shit in the middle of the night, man. They hit him up like, yo, uh, Papa Bear, we're going to drop some bombs. And he, <laughs> yup, boom, knocked his head off, B. Knocked his fucking head off. They can get mad all they want. What they going to do? Not shit. It'll be a bad fucking time for them to try something. It really would be. And I'm very confident in what we've done. I really am. I truly believe in, in our leadership to a certain extent. But when it comes to this terrorist shit, I know y'all don't want to admit it. And I know you think that Trump is just this fucking warmonger, but he hasn't started any wars as a president. Obama had the most. You can Google that shit. We haven't had any wars. We, we've been literally cutting wars back. And every time he tries to fucking get our troops out of there, you guys throw a fucking fit. One minute, it's, no, we can't go to war. And then when he pulls him out, oh, my God, you're going to leave. And they're gonna leave. Shut the fuck. Yo, you got to pick. Like, you can't have it both ways. When the fuck have we ever lived in a society where the same people that are screaming about one thing finally get what the fuck they want? Y'all didn't want war. Y'all don't want war. The left don't want war. Most people don't fucking want war. Trump is stopping wars. He's pulling people out. And they keep making up all these stories. Oh, he's going to ruin what's happening there. There's going to be catastrophe. There's going to be massive lives. Hey, remember when we removed, what, the 27 troops from the fucking border and nothing happened? But it was the end of the world when it happened. I can't believe they haven't blamed Trump for the fires in Australia. Let me tell you something. That fucking picture of that baby kangaroo or that little marsupial stuck in the fence that burnt to death, that shit hurt my fucking soul. That is the saddest fucking picture I've ever seen. I cannot believe we've come into 2020 with that fucking picture. The only reason I even bring that up right now is just the fact that I can't believe they haven't blamed Trump for it. Go ahead. They'll tell you it's global warming. It ain't global warming, man. Just if you look around, the evidence is everywhere. We've grown as a society. We allow these things to happen. The California fires only come about because they're not cleaning up around what we have out there. When we put man-made shit in the wilderness, we must take care of that man-made shit. So if the animals lose a couple miles, that's fine. I would rather the animals lose 100 miles to some power lines that are cleared away from debris so that there's no fires than let the shit pile up so when the fucking fires come, you lose hundreds of thousands of millions of fucking acres of land, lives, animals, fucking homes. People have to evacuate. Like, there's documentaries all over of these fires, and they don't fucking tell you what the real problem is. The real problem is they're fucking protecting something that doesn't fucking exist. I'm sorry to break your fucking bubble, but we have to coexist with other animals because we are the superior animal. If you don't believe we're animals, fucking turn the podcast off now. We put power lines in the middle of fucking nowhere to bring. Listen, don't be so fucking stupid. All right. We we get somewhere. We go. All right. This is nice. All right. We like this. We need power. Get some power lines up. We move some shit out the way. We dig some holes. We lay some pipe. We lay water, sewer. We put in utilities. We build homes. Guess what? Those fucking coyotes that live here in Mountain's Edge and in Red Rock Country Club and and throughout all the South Summerlin area, all the scorpions, the snakes. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. But this is where we want to live. And now we're going to dig holes and we're going to lay pipe and we're going to live comfortably because who the fuck wants to live in the fucking desert without having air conditioning, running water, and electricity? Because the same people that bitch about this shit being there or, oh, I can't believe we're moving the animals out of the way. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, get, I hear you. But 
Why do you live here? Moo. You know, like the beef with the president. Oh, I hate that fucking guy. Move. Just get the fuck out. Most of these celebrities with multi-millions of dollars, they haven't left. They're all still here. They live in communist California. Or the smart ones live in Florida. For those of you who don't know, most new artists come out of Florida. Do you want to know why they come out of Florida? Because Florida doesn't have a state tax. That means you make more money in Florida. So all the execs that used to live in New York move down to Florida. Because you get the same benefit. You're only a few hours away in a plane. You live on the coast. It's beautiful. It's cheap. You don't got to waste your fucking money on taxes that go towards nothing. You don't got to have some fucking bozo like de Blasio out there just telling you how to drink your fucking soda and have 400,000 people on housing with your money. All the execs live in fucking Florida. And here's a surprise. They're in Nevada too. Nobody wants to live in California. The same fucking hippies that are telling you not to fucking clean the debris because of the snails are the same ones that blame global warming for fires. No, man, it's the fucking power lines that we put in there for your fuck asses to live there. Stop it. I'm not exactly sure what's going on in Australia. I decided not to look into it. There's too much going on here. It's a giant fire. For those of you who don't know, Australia is as big as the United States. It's fucking massive. But they only live on the outskirts of it. Melbourne and Sydney, East Coast, West Coast. It's a beautiful fucking place. I love Australia. Love it. I love Aussies. That's my fucking weakness. This is a fact. A dingo ate my baby. All that shit. A shrimp on the barbie. Hello, love. Yeah, I want to get, what is it, pissed? Yeah, white Russians. All that shit. Mate. Yeah, you know, hey, mate. How you doing, mate? I'm on one. I'm on one. Uh, my heart and our hearts here at the Empire Studios goes out to everybody that's been... I mean, out there fighting, boy, they fighting. I've seen the pictures. I just refuse to read it, man. I'm trying to just stay away from shit that looks like that right now. And I'm sorry, y'all. I wish I could bring you more information on it. But that shit hurt, man. I saw the picture of that little kangaroo. I'm like, man, he ain't do nothing. That goddamn cattle fence is there to keep him from, you know, coming into, like, traffic, coming into people's properties, things of that nature. And he got stuck in it and got burnt up. That's fucking terrible. Um... What can you do here in America? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a firm believer of us focusing on where we are in the immediate future right now, right here, the present. Worry about what you're doing so that you can help later. If you were established business owner, you had money you could donate, probably get some some help out there. Fuck donating money. What could you do tangible to get out there? Could you send boats out there? Could you send something? I don't know. Planes with water. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a firefighter. If it's fucked up, and it's very, very sad, and, and, and I hope they figure it out. And Australia is very, very fucking big. I know there's a misconception that because it's an island or some shit or there's nothing around it that it's small. No, it's fucking huge. There's a lot of fucking land on this earth. Lots of fucking land on this earth. And I suggest you start buying some of it and buy some of it in a good area. And you know what? There's no such thing as a good area because location, location, location. That's key. There's no piece of land in this world that's the same as the other. None. I know a guy that bought a piece of land for... Well, two thousand dollars is like seven acres in Pahrump, which is a small town here in Nevada. Um, seven acres for two grand, and that area. What was it? This is right off the freeway, and the area had another fifty acres for sale, like right behind it. But that little piece was almost right where they needed it for the entrance of whatever casino they're going to build there, and they cashed him out. They gave him fifty grand a fucking acre. 
Do the math. He spent two G's on seven acres, and they gave him 50 grand an acre. I had buddies running out to prompt him, like, yeah, we're going to buy land, too. That's just going to sell for 50, 60. No, it's not. No, it's not. You don't know where they're going to build the next casino. You don't know where what's going to happen. Sometimes it's dumb luck. Sometimes you really figured it out. One of my biggest fucking mistakes was not going into business with this company that goes around buying parking lots. Let me tell you how they do money. They go around to metropolises and busy cities and they buy empty parking lots and they pay top fucking dollar for these empty parking lots. Do you know why they spend top dollar on these parking lots? They actually go to cities that are booming and then they find obscure parking lots and they purchase them at a very, 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 very alarming high fucking amount of money. Like, I mean, it's crazy bread that they spend. The guy that I was dealing with was buying a parking lot downtown and I think they put up, it was $35 million and it was... Shit, it was small too, probably two acres, acre and a half. And it wasn't even on the strip, just downtown Vegas, parking lot. They rent that now to Zappos for uh, Life is Beautiful. I think he sold it to them too, but I know at first he rented it to them. What a fucking deal, right? He had another one that he bought, flattened everything, made it nice, made it a parking lot. Boom, building went up. You know how much he got paid for that? Well, that company, not him per se. There's all types of shit out there. You just got to know how to make money. There's businesses in everything, and there's there's come-ups in everything. I don't even know why the fuck we got into that. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. What else happened? It's a new year. I'd like to motivate more this year. I made some goals this year. I have a vision board. I'm trying this whole, like, speaking into existence thing, like, talk more positive. I'm a pessimist on top of me having fucking terrible anxiety, and and I'm fucking mentally unstable. Um... I have real bad, like, I'm, I'm a, I see the worst in everything and just kind of hope for the best. I set myself up for the worst so that when something good happens, I'm completely geeked about it. And when something bad happens, I'm pretty much just okay with it. Um, it's a horrible way to live, but I can't help it. That's just how I am. I'm working on it. I'm working on myself. I'm trying to be more optimistic, but it's a war out here. And I refuse to not be ready for war at all times. And, and, and I guess in the literal sense, like, if we're going to go to war, are you ready? Are you ready? Shit. I want to make millionaires this year. I want to make 10 millionaires. I want to sign artists this year. I want to purchase another giant home. I want to sell 50 homes. I'm going to document it. Put that shit on YouTube. I want everybody to see a a fucking brand new agent. I'm I'm a year in the game with the whole agent shit. And I want y'all to see me go out there, hustle, and really bring in whatever 50 fucking houses worth of monies is. And I swear to God, I'm going to bust my ass until I do. I've been up since the fucking first, the first, I'm getting offers on a house on one of my listings. I'm helping renters. I'm helping people just get their shit uh, credit ready. I'm helping people uh, with business plans. I'm helping people with a ton of things in hopes that it'll... I don't know, brighten up my spirits, I guess. I ended off the year on a really dark note. I'm not going to say I'm 100% up. I'm still upset over what happened. Um, I dealt with heartbreak. You know, this year, I want to be able to put together a more cohesive show. I mean, last year, we had a lot of fun doing it. But towards the end of the year, my legal troubles were actually fucking looming pretty heavy on me. And I honestly, I kind of gave up. And I'm not giving up. I want to do this. I love being able to talk to y'all. I appreciate y'all. I want to give my opinions. And I want y'all to see that just because 
uh, I'm a conservative and just because I'm, I'm from the hood, like there's not one way we're supposed to think. There's not one way we're supposed to move. Like we've, you know, grown up in a time where you can actually be yourself and nobody fucking bothers you for being yourself. And I'm sorry, just I believe in hard work, y'all. I don't believe in handouts. There's no such thing. You got to bust your ass, man. You got to bust your fucking ass for everything you want. And then you get to enjoy it. You see, because busting your ass ain't forever. It's just till you reach one goal. Then you got to reach another goal. I've reached many goals. And I finally come to a place where I'm, I've lost everything. Like, I'm literally, I was busier than fuck. Probably 20 hours a day with two hours of sleep. And what would I do the other two hours? Fucking eat, work out. I was on a run, 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 run. My hair's thinned. I'm, I'm over here looking into fucking hair products to get my hair bags. I look, I'm fucking aging. Hair-wise, I'm aging horribly. But damn, for the rest of me, I'm looking fucking phenomenal. Um, Obviously, it doesn't mean shit because motherfuckers don't stick around. Going from being extremely busy to having nothing to do really fucked me up mentally. Um, check on your friends. Ask questions. Don't be invasive. Just check on them. How you doing? Sometimes people just, hey, what's up? You good? Bet. I'm still learning myself. You know, my 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 biggest quote that I'm fucking, damn it, I need to get a trademark. In life, uh, I think it's easy to be yourself in life. I think the hardest part is finding out who you are. And we grow every day. So we're always finding out who we are. I'll be the first to say I'm very insecure. I come from a place where we had no opportunities. I come from somewhere where there it wasn't forgiving when you made a mistake. The fear of going back keeps me moving. My anxiety, my PTSD, my 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 fucking hypervigilance, my anger, my aggression. I mean, it comes from where I came from. I tell people that I meet all the time, I wish I would have been born on the other side in Manhattan. I'd be running a Fortune 500 company and I'd be in a fucking suit and tie every day, flying jets, doing who knows what, playing golf and eating fucking expensive steaks. But that didn't happen for me. I was born in the Bronx. I grew up with my grandparents. I sold drugs. I make music. I've had a... I've had a pretty up and down life. I've never had a long streak of success. I can say I've had a solid 10 years, though. Like, my la- my decade was great until the end. With all the ups and downs. It got rough at the end. You know, after a certain age, your brain changes. At 25, it's, a, it's you know, science. Your brain changes and you start to see things differently. Um, when I was on the road, I gained a lot of weight. And that was the beginning of my transformation of who I was. One day I saw a picture. Like, I'll tell you guys why I lost weight and why I started to get into shape and why I became a trainer and all that. I was performing at the Mirage for some showcase. There was a photographer there. And uh, they had all the pictures in the back on a table. It was like a Polaroid style. So I go over there, you know, we're all, hey, what's up, everybody? Everybody's slapping fives and shit, right? Bum. So I'm checking the the counter or whatever looking for my picture and I can't find myself I stumble upon this picture this big fat piece of shit literally just like I said ew who the fuck is this fat piece of shit the photographer looks at me and goes you I'm 5'6 5'7 on a good day I weigh 250 pounds 245 250 wasn't a good look not at all 
I became severely depressed. I quit music. I went into a deep depression and I ran away. I lost a lot of money that year. I failed my family that year. And then I said, I ain't taking this shit no more. I ain't taking this shit no more. Fuck that. I started to read. I grabbed the Arnold book of bodybuilding. I begged, begged my wife to stop buying garbage ass food. I'm weak. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm I'm insecure. I know my weaknesses, bro. I'm insecure. You need to make me feel secure. If you fuck with me, you need to fuck with me and tell me you fuck with me and show me you fuck with me. Because if not, I don't trust you. I don't trust me. You can't leave me in a room with a bag full of donuts. I'm eating them fucking donuts. I'm telling you off rip. My biggest fucking weakness was sodas. I couldn't help but drink sodas. I had a fucking Coca-Cola fucking addiction, y'all. I would drink Cokes like fucking water and I wouldn't drink water. I had times where I couldn't piss. My health was deteriorating. I was getting like fucking boils and shit on my body. I was getting like bruises coming out of nowhere. My skin looked terrible. I was pasty pale. I went and got a regular job at a factory because I figured if I worked, I would be like a normal person and I fucking hated it. I quit that bullshit, got back into music slowly. What changed was me reading books. And I stumbled upon this man, Dave Ramsey. Uh, when I start writing music, I can't listen to other music. It fucks me up. So I listen to talk radio. That's what got me into doing this. Uh, Dave Ramsey became like a father figure to me, especially with finances, because of the way that he worked. It was amazing to me. I said, wow, such simple, small things changed my life. I started the envelope system. I started saving I started living with a mission and with a goal for things and, you know, living to live, not living to just be here. Right. I started reading. My daughter inspired me to read. My daughter was in kindergarten, first grade, and she read 150 books. That was the most books read ever in that school. It was a new school, but I'm sure nobody's beat her record. She's such a little genius. Okay, they were small books, but that's not the point. She read the books. She inspired me. I'm a terrible reader. I'm a terrible writer. I'm a writer by profession. I write music and I can't spell for shit. Nor can I read that well. I'm an audible learner. So I I listen to books. We were in a car accident. Actually, prior to that, prior to that, prior to that. Let me stop. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, Reading the books, the bodybuilding books, and putting myself in that mind frame of If I don't do it, it's not going to get done because that's what it was. It was all me. I'm the reason why I'm fat. I got to do something about this. Started off by just running. I would run six miles. The first time I ran those six miles, I fucking had an asthma attack that damn near killed me. I shit you not. I ran my neighborhood. I ran my neighborhood. I ran my neighborhood. And then I said, okay, I think I'm ready to join a gym because I told myself I wasn't going to join a gym until I was healthy-ish. I mean, I was probably... To 10 At the time I had lost like 30 pounds from just running And not drinking sodas and eating junk food I started to eat better Um, I got into nutrition I signed up and started taking classes To become a trainer Because I didn't know how to work out You know we think we know how to work We do bro workouts Girl we fucking bench press a shitload of weight Do some fucking pull ups some dips and that's it we're out No I had to understand my body I had learned my body This was at 23-24 
By the time I hit 25, I had the best physique I've ever had in my life. I mean, I think right now I'm coming up on like my second wind. It's hard to get in shape. It's hard to stay in shape. It takes a lot of dedication. It takes a lot of mental strength. It takes a lot of fucking body anguish because you put yourself through hell while you do it. But I did it. I went from 250 to 145. Then my happy weight was 175, 170. Looked like a little boxer. It was a great feeling. And it, it, because I'm me, I ended up having body dysphoria where I don't see myself skinny. So you guys may think I'm skinny and I see myself as that 250 pound guy. I really do have mental issues. This shit drives me fucking crazy. You know, the scariest fucking feeling is when you're in a room full of people and you feel alone. That happens often to me. When I got in shape, I realized something about the gym. No matter if you were on steroids, no matter if you were on supplements, no matter if it was your first day or your hundredth day, if you don't put in the work, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Like you got to put in the fucking work or nothing's going to happen. I used to think, oh man, these fucking bodybuilders and shit, they're on steroids and this and that. Some of them are. Then you have to understand genetics and genes. And I was just talking to a friend of mine about that a few days back because he's Polynesian. He's kind of fluffy. Good physique, but he's not like what he would think. He wants to have like a, a Greek Roman type of body. And you know what? We can achieve different body styles, but it has to be in your DNA. And you just have to know what you look like. I'm never going to look like fucking Michael B. Jordan. It's just not in me. It's not there. I don't got it. My chest is disformed from being so heavy. I have gyno, so I got bitch tits. Uh, I got stretch marks all over my body. Uh, I wore a, a double X t-shirt. I wore a size fucking 40 in fucking pants. I was a very, very big guy. And when I got down to my smallest, I wore a 28 in pants and fucking I, I fit a small. I could fit a small now. My chest has gotten way bigger now as I've been putting up more size. I've gotten older. My body has changed as I've gotten older, as it will and, and, and yours will and everybody's does. You just got to be prepared for it. But my biggest strength was knowledge. I learned my body. I learned that putting in the work gave me the strength, gave me the gave me almost like mental clarity too. When the weight came off, I felt so fucking enlightened over a lot of things. I began reading heavily, extensively, going crazy with reading. And now I was reading, reading then. Um, and when I say reading, reading, let me not say that because that's bullshit. I, I don't, I don't discredit using Audible, but I have books that I read, you know, physically. Uh, oh shit, getting still getting used to the new studio. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh. Reading's good. Learning's good. Fear comes from not knowing. I'm one of those people you got to tell me stuff. Like, you got to tell me something for me to believe it. And then you got to show. Um, You can't tell me you've been working out and there's no change in your body. Have you been eating clean? Like, when I was at my freaky fucking gym mode, freaky. When I was at, like, my super gym beast mode, I was with a six-pack, the... The case, yes, I had a six pack and I have, but I had the fucking the meal prep box. I would have uh, seven meals and protein, creatine, BCAAs, uh, branch amino chain acids or some shit like that. Branch chain amino acids. 
I would take uh, creatine, glutamine, uh, testosterone booster, a kidney pill, some shit from my fucking my blood to fucking stay all fucking rocky and nasty and I could be all veiny and shit when I worked out. I was taking pre-workouts. I was taking shit when I went to sleep. I was taking, I mean, bro, I lived out of a fucking shaker cup and all I ate was goddamn chicken and fucking broccoli. Broccoli's amazing too. If you guys want to boost your metabolism and you want to get like a good head start on your body and clear it the fuck out, eat a lot of broccoli. There's a, uh, that vitamin K and broccoli and some other shit in broccoli that fucking really helps you out. I'm, I, I stepped away from fucking reading fitness books all the time and learning everything and you know i put in my work i knew i wasn't gonna be a fucking bodybuilder um i was stronger than a bitch you know it got to the point where i had to slow down because i was just getting injured all the time deadlifting 500 excuse me 500 pounds squatting god damn it excuse me deadlifting 500 pounds squatting 500 pounds for what i weighed 150 pounds and i'm fucking lifting four times my weight like it was ridiculous Seriously, it's crazy. Um, It's crazy to think that when you really put your mind to something, you can get it done, right? Like, it's just nuts to sit back and go, shit, all you have to do is put in the work. I say that because if you just start going to the gym and let's say you hit the treadmill and you're the fat person at the gym, right? You're going to feel bad. Like, oh, I'm fat. Hey, man, the people that are in the gym every day. We don't look at you as a fat person. We're proud of you. You're taking those first steps to get better at being yourself, being healthy. Working out is about getting strong, getting healthy. Once you get that fat out of your body, man, there's some type of fucking mental clarity that comes. There's this like self-pride. It feels so good to be accomplished. You know, we live in a time where everybody lives off of highlight reels and they don't get anything done anymore. I tell people that kind of feel low, clean your room and then sit in it. Clean your living room, clean your kitchen, and enjoy the clean room. Getting it done makes you feel accomplished. It's a good feeling to do things. I definitely want to be more open to telling people, you know, my struggles. I'm not afraid to show my struggles. And if this shit takes off the way I like it to, and, you know, we go to the next level with everything, don't forget where I came from and don't forget where y'all came from. We're doing this shit together. I do this with y'all. I'm not sure how open I'm going to be to new relationships and friendships this year. No matter how much I do, no matter how much I'm out there, you know, I'm about to be outside a lot more. I don't plan to really open myself up to too many more people. Like, I'll save that for this. You guys are going to get the most intimate conversations out of me. And you guys will be able to to see what this year brings. And I hope we all grow together. My name's Kasabian Lavo. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Live in the moment. Why?